The advice and opinions expressed by the hosts of Autism Live and her guests are meant solely as suggestion and should not be in any way construed as child-specific advice. Any choices you make in determining your child's treatment are completely at your own discretion. Good morning and welcome to Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy. I'm Nancy Allspaugh-Jackson. And I'm Shannon Penrod. And, and I got to start by uh, admitting that we pre-recorded this episode uh, several days ago because I have good friends. And my good friends, I have a medical test that I have to be available for for 24 hours and not move. And it, and it, it takes place during the time when we would have done this show originally. So I have good friends who agreed to do it in advance so we would still have a new show and that I would be able to go and do the medical test. So thank you to Nancy and thank you to our two guests who are going to be joining us in just a second because, uh, you know, it takes a village, and Shannon, right? We wish and you I the thank best you guys. Okay. Yeah, it's not a big deal, but it just requires me to not right. not do anything for 24 hours. So there we go. But um, we're, we're joining you. Welcome to Let's Talk Autism with Shannon and Nancy on the Autism Network. And uh, you're seeing this show as a live premiere and I am watching live with you and here to answer questions. And it's possible that Nancy or Matt or Nava could also be here as well. So the chat is open. You can ask questions. We're live right now on Facebook, on YouTube, on Twitter. The show will also, it's available a bunch of other places as well. Traven will start to show those to you. And remember that it will be available later on as a free podcast download wherever you get your podcasts. And we appreciate you guys liking, sharing, reviewing, and doing all of those things. It makes our day. So uh, our guests today, we don't, we're, we're, not, we're not doing news because it was going to be old news by the time this aired. Uh, but our guests today are two of our favorite people. I think Nancy and I are both in agreement on this. They're remarkable movers and shakers in the autism community. They're often referred to as the Brady Bunch of Autism. Uh, but honestly, they work so tire tirelessly to help our community. They are the co-founders of the amazing Ed Asner Family Center. They both had worked extensively in the field of autism before they started the Ed Asner Family Center, but we love how much this place has come together and created a haven for so many of us, not just for our kids, but for us as well, and for people to get access to classes and lessons and support groups and therapy sessions to help us to all deal with the emotional side of what we're going through. And by the way, it is not just for individuals on the autism spectrum. It's for all special needs, families and individuals. So we're so thrilled to welcome Matt Asner and Nava Paskowitz. Hi, Asner. guys. We just love hello, hello. Your faces. Hi. Hi, Nancy. Mwah. Hi. <laughs> so great to have you on the show with us. We've got so much to talk Good about. To Shannon just mentioned all the amazing programs you have going on, and uh, we want to start with that. Tell us 
I, I know it's a long list, but tell us what classes and events you have coming up at the Ad Astor Family Center. Well, we're, we're in my messy office because there's classes running right now as we speak. And uh, but April, you know, April's a busy month for everyone. And, and it's it's extra busy for us because we're we're having our regular classes. We're having a huge ed talk. We're not going to say who's on the ed talk but it's going to be the best one we ever had, in my opinion. Uh, Tell Stop for a minute there, Nava. Tell us a little bit about the Ed Talks, what they're about. Well, the Ed Talks are a, uh, they're kind of like a TED Talk, but, you know, kind of a play on that word, on that phrase. But it's, it's um, you know, a, usually something to do with the autism community or the uh, special needs community. And we're, we're just trying to enlighten people and provide information and create um, interesting dialogue uh, and some of the past uh, guests have been uh, the cast of As We See It. Um, we had, uh, who else have we had? We had a panel of uh, self-advocate autis- yeah. autistic uh, ladies. That was my favorite shows. We've Incredible. had a, a parent pa- uh, panel. I, uh, and, and basically it's, it's uh, once a month and it's, um, it's just an informational show where people can, can get information and participate in an open discussion uh, about uh, topics that might relate to them. And I, yeah, Shannon and I were on a oh, couple oh, of months wait, back. Wait, wait. I'm How sorry. Dare you. How dare I forget Please. that? No, thank you. We had actually, thank you for reminding me. We we actually had a, a, a wonderful uh, segment that that dealt with with mental, mental and, health and anxiety, mental health, addiction issues, and your incredibly brave uh, yeah. appearance on that show. Uh, is one of my favorite moments from the Ed yes. Talks. So uh, Thank you. you're a brave, brave, brave person. you got to give him a break. He's he's getting a little... Uh, it's it's he's happening. He's getting gray. He's... he's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, yes. think, I think one of the things... Too, well, you got a lot going on, special too. ...special is each month we have our social director and uh, self-advocate, amazing self-advocate, uh, Chelsea Darnell, joining us. So we have an autistic perspective. And, and for me, Chelsea just adds that authenticity to the, to the panel. And so she's going to join us each month as well. Um, yeah. And I mean, one of the things that we have running right now, which is in the foremost of my mind, because we just had it, um, is the Dating Spectrum and Sex Ed 101. And the, both of those programs were really parent-produced, like parent produced, really, um, the dating spectrum is extra special because, again, we have an autistic uh, self-advocate who's co-teaching with our mental health director. And this uh, session, we have Tom Island, who you both know. He's an amazing right. life coach, speaker, yeah. just one Love of the him. nicest guys in the world. He's become part of our family. And um, and Tom is just knocking down the doors. I mean, they have oh, they're only in their third week and I just was listening in the other day and they were all laughing and just so engrossed. Um, but it's programs like that, that are really like it, you know, I felt I'm getting all these calls from parents saying, these are the things that we need. Can you help us? You know, and, and those are the kind of programs that we want to create. If they don't exist, we have to create them. And, um, going forward, we want to continue with that kind of vein. Um, uh, you know, going back to April, we have a choir, we have a theater program that's starting. We have, 
Yeah, oh, that's I a good think, idea. Yeah, let's put up the flyer so people can see. You've got so yeah. many things, and then talk about yeah. it, well, you guys, because I mean, you've um, got so on, many things uh, going April on. April second. Oh, I can't, I can't uh, see it. It's kind of. Uh, let's see. I I, I got to put my glasses on because I'm blind as a bat. So, I mean, the the exciting things are we have spring break camp, which unfortunately is already full. That one is really our, um, it's our winter camp friends who, uh, our winter camp was in the midst of the surge. So it basically was like the majority of the winter camp just surged onto our spring break camp. Um, our ed talks are on April 26th. Um, but there's really something for everyone. And almost every day um, there's classes Sunday is our special day because um, Aviva has back-to-back classes. So you could literally come at 1130 and spend the whole day with Aviva. It's just like the greatest fun day ever. And Aviva, those of you that don't know, Aviva Aviva is is a great person. Your wonderful daughter. She's our eldest. She's our eldest. And we had her on the show just recently. And and I'll just add, um, that's only part of what we do. So the other part of what we do is we have, um, you know, five wonderful uh, therapists who um, um, who offer counseling services here. And we take all forms of insurance. Uh, we're also on a sliding scale. So if um, if there's a need, um, we can make sure that uh, that you're seen by someone at a at a decent uh, rate. Um, and it's it's a, a very important part of what we do, especially during these very trying times. Yeah, you know what, Ed? I um, I mean, Matt. Sorry, sorry about I that. I love when people sh- call me Ed. I know. Now. I was going to say that. I love <laughs> that. It makes me feel cold to him. It's I, wonderful. I take advantage of that therapy. I come to the center for therapy, yeah. and very uh, get I get so much out of it. It's such a great resource. Thank you. And I get so many other things. I come to some of the support groups, and I come to many of the events. And uh, my son works there. And as a family, we get so many different things out of coming to the center. And I love, I sort of feel like oh, you guys are the Disneyland of autism. That Because you know how, how Disneyland, you go and, and it doesn't matter like if you're four yes. or you're 104, there's something for you. And, and so that's how I view, and there's always something going on. That's I the think other that was that our goal. I like, think yeah. that when we thought of the center so many years ago, I mean, we, we dreamt, we dreamt of a place where we could bring our family. We could bring our own kids. We had, you know, we have six kids and uh, three autistic sons. And um, we wanted a place where people would feel comfortable and, and included and, and um, welcome. And welcome, and but also get the mental health support that they need. It's not just about enrichments. You know, we say all the time that if if you're an advocate who's falling apart, how are you going to be an advocate for your children? And you know, I I, I say that all the time. I, it's you know, it's the best gift you can give your children is by helping yourself first. Yeah, and we we talked about the other day. I just what you something you just said reminded me um, is when we started. Uh, working on the center, it was very important that when people came in here, it didn't have a clinical feel, yeah. uh, that it was, it was almost like being in a second home. Uh, and we really wanted it to feel that way. And I think, I think for the most part, we've succeeded. Yeah, I think you have. I think you have. I definitely think you have. I, I know I'm somebody who's a homebody and I like to stay home. 
And I, I love whenever I get to come to the center and that it's a different yeah. experience every time. I never know who I'm going to see there, who I'm going to meet, what the conversation is going to be, but it feels like an extension of home. And if I feel that way and I don't like to be anywhere but home, I think I you've done a pretty bang up job doing it. Uh, so we put, we put together a bunch of questions for you guys because we have you on and we talk about the different events that you guys have going on, the different classes that you have going on. Um, but we thought it would be fun because it's April and it's the A month, autism awareness, acceptance, action, being an ally, all the A's, right? We thought it would be fun to ask. I love that. I love so are, are you roll. game for this? It's almost like, okay. Okay. Nancy, one? do you want to take the first um, one or you want me to? When was the first time you heard of autism and what was the context? Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that's it. What was the context? Was it positive or negative? Yeah. Go first. Sure. Um, I I would say it was negative in the fact that um, my dad was pretty critical in general. And I remember when my big brother Israel's son was diagnosed, um, my dad was critical and he, he blamed Israel for this, that, and the other. He blamed Israel's wife. Um, and his son Isaiah was extremely... Um, I mean, he was very young at the time, but he was very uh, impacted and he needed very high support. Uh, he was at the pinnacle of his um, behavioral period, like, uh, you know, nothing, nothing that we had ever seen in our family. And my dad was one of those people who felt that uh, with the right nutrition and the right exercise, you could undo anything. And this was something that couldn't be undone, you know, and Israel really, it hit him hard um, and he was very affected by it. And to me, that seemed like the most negative thing in the world is to be, um, to have an, uh, you know, an autistic child. And, uh, you know, I, I believe in my heart that that was my path all along and God heard my doubts and, and put me on that path. Um, but it, my first realization of autism was a negative thing. And now, you know, Isaiah lives a wonderful life. He's in almost 30 years old. He is 30 years old. And, um, and there, you know, there, there's still, there's still a lot of challenges, but there's, a, there's much more so um, acceptance and love and, and they're, you know, they're so grateful for him. Right. And we might uh, add that your brother has been an amazing advocate himself Absolutely. with his surf camps, Absolutely. his surf camps, not for those on surfershealing.org. Yeah. Right. Well, it's an easy answer go. for me. And I Matt, know what exactly what it was. I, I uh, my first view of autism was, I mean, my first view of autism and, and the Personally. explanation of what autism is would be Rain Man. Uh, that would be my that would have been my first look into that mm. world. Um, uh, and on a personal level, on a personal level, it would have been my brother. Uh, and I would say I, I thought, you know, I'd hit the jackpot, really. I mean, I thought, you know, you're going to go to Vegas. I was going to go to <laughs> Vegas and it was you know, we were going to be, you know, good friends. Were you Tom Cruise, we were were you Tom Cruise in this equation? I kind of was. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I'm taller than Tom Cruise. Let's oh, yeah, put it that. Um, so, I, I I think it was a, you know, I, I soon realized after making that kind of 
idiotic observation that I would take him to Vegas and we'd make money, that um, autism is not that. It's uh, hard work and um, a lot of frustration for, for parents at the beginning. And um, it's, it's about getting into a groove and into a situation and into a, um, a system. And, and uh, um, I, w- I applaud my father and uh, his then wife for doing that. Um, and um, my brother lives in New Haven, Connecticut. Uh, and is doing fairly well, is employed, and uh, um, we talk Lovely. every now and then, and, and, you know, it's good. It's a good thing. So interesting to me that not only do you have Amazing. your own children on the spectrum, but you have it autism woven through the fabric of your family, so, you know, with siblings and, and nephews, really interesting your past. Well, I, I will say this. I'll say that... Um, hearing that an extended family member and I, I I'm not extended, but uh, that a close family member um, has someone on the spectrum, uh, you know, my dad, for example, or Nava's brother, for example, it doesn't prepare you at all for having your own child on the spectrum. That is something completely different. Um, and uh, it's because um, you think, yeah. Oh, that'll never happen to us. Well, I didn't that's think that. Their, I, that's their thing. I that's not that, going to be our thing. Uh, it didn't factor into my thinking at all. I was just, you know. Oh, because you thought I just, Charlie I just was didn't, not. I, I just didn't know about it. I didn't. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't know about it. I wasn't. Uh, I didn't actively research autism when my my brother was born, and it was just some one of those things that I just knew uh, that that he was had autism and or he was autistic. And uh, but when uh, when Will was born, it was like um, boom. That's all I can say. It was, it was quite different, quite yeah. different. Well, this kind of feeds into our next question, which is what do you wish you could go back and tell yourself on the first day that your child was diagnosed and for Nava, it would be when well, your first child. I was think diagnosed. both of mine um, were like in, initially, I mean, they were, I wasn't concerned initially um, especially with Wolfie, Wolfie was, um, he didn't really show signs at all until he was probably three or maybe even older. Um, but with Eddie, um, Eddie, Eddie was such a connected baby and so bright and, and, uh, incredibly alert. And, uh, you know, I just, I couldn't accept it. I was like one of those dudes who, who is totally in denial. Um, and I, and I really, was in denial very much so. And I would say with, with Wolfie, um, I probably would have gone back and, and had him formally diagnosed earlier because, you know, he kind of passed and went to a very small private school and didn't have to have the kind of, um, support needs that, that Eddie needed. Um, but he missed out on a lot of things. And I think that he's, suffered greatly later in life because he didn't have those supports. Um, later in his young life. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, like, he went through his entire elementary, yeah. Yeah, entire middle school, no supports. And then he really went on a downhill, you know, just very quick downhill in ninth grade. And it's because I kind of like was letting it all slack. In my opinion, I felt like I kind of let him down, um, and I think all parents feel that to an extent. I think there's always going to be the autism guilt that's different than Jewish guilt, but I have both. Absolutely. 
He's a remarkable senior in high school, having yeah. been accepted to an amazing no. school. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't think no. you messed it up, Nava. Uh, so what about you, Matt? What what about uh, Matt, you? What would you what do you wish you could go back and tell yourself on the day your child was well, diagnosed? Well, when you're when your kid is diagnosed with autism, you're you and your kid are told all these things that you won't be able to do. Um, and um you won't, you won't graduate high school. You won't graduate college. You won't go to college. You won't ever live on your own. You won't have a job. You won't do this. You won't do that. I can't tell you how many people told me that Will would be, um, you know, unable to do anything. Um, and, uh, boy, I, I, I mean, I wish I could have gone back to, to that time and just told myself, do not listen to any of these people. They don't know who you are. They don't know who he is. And, you know, we lose the clinical side of it because you are, your child is an individual and, the, and an individual that grows. Yes, he's autistic or she's autistic, but they're growing like a flower. And my God, they're going to make their own minds up about things. You're going to help them. But, you know, let them grow. Let them grow. That is exactly what I would tell myself if I could go back, and I wish I could. Let them grow. Great. Thank, thank you for those it. answers. Um, the next question is, what do you think the biggest challenge facing the autism community is right now? <laughs> Well, it's easy. Well, I, I want to know what the division. division I feel like it's, it's the division in our community, and we were just—I was just talking about this with uh, Jennifer O'Toole, who wrote that beautiful book, Autism and Heals. Uh, I know, and she just got. Uh, she's the new um, consultant on the new um, U.S. version of Love on the Spectrum. Yeah, um, I just oh, wish that people would Very spend as much time as they do fighting. Um, just listening to each other more because I have so many friends in the self-advocate um, um, movement and I, you know, I'm an autism mom myself, but I think both sides are, are really coming at each other in a very uh, defensive stance. And, you know, it's, 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 they're both wrong and they're both right. And it's just such a waste of, Time and energy. It's such a waste of time and energy. I think that people really need to just let people do what's best for their household. Stay the hell out of everyone else's business. Well, um, yes, hundred percent. I, I mean, I I think that we are all living our own righteous lives, and I think that um, my experience is just as important as anyone else's. And their experience is just as important as mine. And I think we just have to come together and understand that we're both fighting for the same thing. We're not uh, enemies. We're not against each other. Uh, I'm a parent. Um, and I I totally understand where self-advocates are coming from. And, I, and I, I applaud them that they have the ability to advocate for themselves. And I think it's um, a, a wonderful thing. I, I just think that you know, we have to understand that we each have our own righteous lives. And 
uh, if we get together and we work together, and I've said this for so many years, if we get together and work together, we would be the most powerful group yeah. in the history of groups. Really? Yeah. I mean, think about it. Yeah. I agree. I agree. I think more and more self-advocates are realizing that there are parents who we may not always get it right. We may not always say the thing that is the right thing, but we desperately want to be allies. That our whole, every waking moment is how can we help our children and, and, the, and the community surrounding our children. So we want to learn, we want to get better, and we all want the same things. Um, and, I, and I do think we're slowly inching that way and that more and more self-advocates are really realizing, oh, you aren't against us. Um, you just maybe don't always say things the way, and I need to teach you how to say things. Uh, so I think that that's good. But let's switch gears for a second and talk about something because, you know, I love to manifest. I love to put things out into yeah. the universe and be like, okay, what if? So I want to know from you guys, what if somebody gave the center $5 million? What would you do with $5 million? Do you know and then that if you I want don't? to, we can up that number. But I just. <laughs> well, want- I mean- no, I don't. I don't. But I'm I'm a really good manifester. And so I think if you put it out there and say, here's what we would do with $5 million, I well, think you're more likely that's get a no to brainer. get in the I mean, five million. We, so we here rent, it is. Tell us. We rent our facility. And, you know, that's a huge portion of our outcome, output. And so to own our center would be everything. And, you know, unfortunately in L.A. County, $5 million is. Well, no, I mean, I think $5 million no, would, would probably do it. Do it. <laughs> let, 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 but, I'm not but, ungrateful. But, but, uh, but I think. But I'm saying yeah. in order to, to do what yeah. we want to do, which is to buy the center and to make another center. Yeah. Because that's, that's really the reality is every single okay. day of our lives here, people ask us, when are you going to bring a center to my area? And it's very, very hard to say to them, you know, we don't even own our place. We one thing at a time, we have to buy our, our first flagship store, so to speak, and then move on to your area. So. Well, to put a fine point on it, though, people need to realize that when you don't own your place, you're having to pay that rent. So that money has to go to that. But if you are, if you didn't have to pay that, 100%. then all of that money could go to other things. 100%. And I think what you yeah. said 100%. is you would open another. I mean, I, I think the initial place. idea that we had was we want to okay. we want to spread the we want to spread the love. We want you know we want other communities to have the experience that our families are having here, and um, that's uh, that was our our dream when we started this, and it certainly still is. And that's. And do you That's know where you put the second well one? within your Thank reach, you. considering all you I, I think um, we talked about um, Arizona. We talked about Orange County. We talked about Texas. Um, you those know, I, first, those are our first yeah. three that of are course, probably going to be most likely. The Can- first, Kansas, the next. Kansas City has been mentioned, um, uh, and certainly uh, Chicago. Yes. Yes. All right. You, you this next right. question. Oh, and, and, I'm sorry. I forgot one. Hawaii. Oh, oh definitely. Oh, I don't know. 
Nava wants that one so she can serve. Now, once that happens, that why I, that's it. That's She's it. over there. That's it. I'm transferring. <laughs> You'll never get her away from no. there. All right. We touched on this earlier. The first of your three boys on the spectrum is leaving home. What is the prep and emotional roller coaster like? Oh, so, say, can you ask? Can can you uh, ask that again? I, the, I didn't hear it. Wolfie's leaving home, and what's okay. the emotional roller coaster like? And it's right. it's never ending. I mean, my stress level is through the roof. I did find a hypnotherapist today, though, Shannon. I know I've been looking for a long I, time. I I Yay. think he's going to do great. I I think. Well, uh, thanks yeah. to another autism mom. Of course he Nancy, is. Um, I she gave me like the laundry list. And um, she, her son is is not living on the dorms, but he's he's a senior at Berkeley. As Wolfie will be coming in as a junior, I mean um, a freshman. But you know the the most important things getting you know a mentor uh, who to come in and make sure that Wolfie's doing his laundry and and just doing the day to day things that I do every day for him. That that's right. a huge um, that's a huge weight off my head because. To me, um, right. I'm, I'm sure any parent whose child goes away to college has some of these concerns, but it's so ramped up with him that if I didn't check in on him on a daily basis, I mean, he would forget to do just very basic things. And that's my my greatest fear. Uh, the, the recurring nightmare I keep having is that he has a roommate who's like this horrible mean guy from the show Euphoria, <laughs> who like try, beats him up and steals his um, money, and I keep having this horrible dream about him having a, just a really horrible happen. roommate. So, I think he's going to be fine. I think I think the thing about Wolf is I think he's got a lot of surprises in him, and I think uh, he's yeah. he's he's really. I'm excited to see where he goes and what he does because. Yeah. Well, it's incredible what he's accomplished, and you must be very, very yeah. over the moon. I, I mean, I, I was telling Shannon that I had had pretty much a pretty like a nervous breakdown when he was accepted, and then I saw Coda, and the whole you know premise of the movie it was like it brought it all back, and it was just so yeah. wonderful. I totally, yeah, because yes. that's the school yes. that he's going yes. to, the same so school well, that she yeah. wants to go. did it without yeah. spoiling anything. Yes. I, I did a total spoiler on her. No, no you oh. didn't. You, 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 did I, did I totally spoil things? I, I haven't seen okay. it yet, so spoiler alert. I did, I, on the show the other day, I gave such oh, a spoiler. And I said, yeah. Oh, Shannon taught me not to do that, and I did it. Shannon, the way Shannon said it was perfect. Yeah. It was perfect. <laughs> no, no big reveals. Oh, good. I don't. I was like, oh, maybe. Yes, I did. I At this point, people should have seen it, but it, yeah. but we still want people to see it I'll because it's it. so Shannon, good. It's your turn. What a treat that you. Your I'm turn so, with the question. You're very lucky. Yes, it is my turn. So we want to know what's the best mm. advice you oh, I know. ever. Oh, mine's easy. Is this, is this uh, the best advice I ever got was from okay. Matt Asner. Was I, you'll never hear me say that again. Uh, How about that? Uh, Eddie was diagnosed. What I mean, did he Eddie, say? Eddie's diagnosis was within a week of Matt being hired to his new job. And I called him, my brother, he knew one of my older brothers and my brother said, Hey, you know, my friend, he just got hired by this big autism organization. Call him. He'll help you. And I called this guy and I thought he's never going to talk to me. He's the president of this thing. And he 
answered the phone. He answered his own phone, talked to me for like two hours. But the advice he gave me was, I'm going to give you a number of a mom support group. Call this lady and talk to these people. And I went from feeling completely alone, completely terrified in my own bubble of, you know, fear and unknown tomorrow to feeling like everything was going to be okay. Cause every one of the ladies I met had already been in my shoes, had already gone to the next step of the journey. And they, they let me know that it's going to be okay. And that by far was the best advice I ever got. Um, I don't know if I can answer that question. I, I, I'll be honest with you. I, I've gotten so much advice from such incredible and wonderful people. Shannon's included. You're included. You. No, I'm saying um, isn't the best advice you ever got to marry me. (laughs) Right. Who gave me that advice? You gave me that advice. I probably gave you that advice. You gave No. No, I mean, Nava's given me advice. She gives me great (laughs) advice every day. You can. You don't have to say that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, she does. She gives me great advice every day. And I follow it because I'm smart. <laughs> um, but no, uh, I think I think that, you know, I'm lucky. I'm really, really lucky because I've been connected into a community um, and accepted into a community that 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 readily gives me advice. And and I'm I'm a lucky man that that uh, we're both lucky. Sorry. We're both lucky that. Um, you know that 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 we were able to, uh, uh, you know, to, to to meet people and and uh, and talk to them and engage with them. Sorry, I had a little mishap there, uh, and um, and so it's hard for me to pinpoint that. But mm-hmm. how about your how about your dad, Matt? Did he? I'm sure he gave you a lot of advice. Oh yeah, I mean my my dad. You know, it's interesting. The last probably five years of my dad's life was literally just my dad and I talking every day um, Mm -hmm. and discussing, you know, what we should do on certain situations. Um, And he would go and then I would go and, you know, that's a, you know, that was a part, big part of our relationship for the last five years. And, and, uh, and it's, it's solely missed. It's, uh, you know, I, I, I'm, as I drive, you know, as I drive in the afternoons, when I have to drive in the afternoons, I, I, I really miss making those strange FaceTime calls to him um, because, you know, it was uh, I loved getting advice to him from him and I loved giving advice to him. So. Well, we all miss yeah. him. We all miss him so much. Um, you, and oh, yeah. and yeah. we need to say, too, we miss yeah. your mom, too, Nava. Uh, so much loss. Right, the next the question season. is, what's the best um, advice you give that you never got? That we never got. Yeah, that you give others, but that you never got yeah. yourself. Huh. Uh, That's a hard one. Okay. Because, I mean, my my yeah. advice I give to every parent is don't think about tomorrow. Just deal with each day. Like, don't worry about tomorrow, especially in the beginning. In the beginning, it's like, you know, if you have to, if your kid is having a hard day, if you're having a hard day, don't go to the store, use Instacart, you know, little things like that. If I could have had Instacart when Eddie was little, I can't even fathom how wonderful that would have been. I was terrified of taking him into the store, terrified because he was so big 
And when he tantrum, I couldn't physically pick him up. Um, but I think just taking it day by day, sometimes hour by hour, sometimes minute by minute. And, you know, a lot of the moms that I talk to and coach are single moms, single dads, a few, but mostly it's, you know, you're, you're in this alone. And, and when you're doing it alone, it's a totally different thing. It's something that is just very, very difficult. And, you know, so I, I really think that people need to take it easy on themselves and really just, you know, take time for yourself. But most of the time we, as moms don't have that luxury, especially if you're a single mom. So just take it, take, you know, take, take it day by day, you know, um, I mean, I, I, I agree with her. I think, uh, I think, um, I'll just add that, uh, um, celebrate every little victory that you can, mm. uh, because they're wonderful. And I think, you know, we tend to take gr for granted, um, these little things that, uh, you know, for, for other kids are, are, you know, we can take them for granted because, Everyone does them, but I think that these little and victories. Don't compare your victories. No, yeah. Do you it, know what I mean? It's like, your, don't compare it, yeah. your victories with another autism but parent's victories. It use use them, use them to propel you through your life because they're they're going to give you the juice that you're going to need to get there. Amazing. So I don't know about you guys. It's always a little confounding for me how to identify myself. Um, you know, for years I identified myself as an autism parent. And then I got to the point where self-advocates were saying to me, you know, there are actual parents that are out there that are on the spectrum. And when you say that they don't have anything to call themselves. Then I started calling myself a parent of an of a individual who was diagnosed with autism. And it was so many words. And now <laughs> I'm describing myself as a pony, a parent a pony. Isn't this great? I'm a, I'm a parent. It stands for P-O-N-I. I'm a parent of a neurodiverse individual. <laughs> and sometimes I say I'm a pony. I'm a parent of a, a neurodiverse adult that. individual. So my, my question to you guys is, I'm not, I'm not assuming that you call yourselves that, but it, it does sort of. What has been your biggest aha moment since becoming a pony? Or a parent of someone on the spectrum. Well, I, yeah, I mean, I, I think honestly, it's, aha it's aha? how how easy it was for me to accept that I needed to act. Um, I think um, I'm not the most. I, I don't know. Sometimes I get a little scatterbrained. I think. <laughs> Um, but, but, you know, I, I really truly, um, knew that I had to do something. Uh, it really changed my life. It really did. It changed my life. And, and, uh, and, um, uh, I think for the better, I, I think, um, being a pony changed my life for the better. And, uh, that surprised me for sure. I didn't, I didn't think. Yeah, I didn't think when well, I... Well, it changed our lives oh, for the better, too. Thank you. 
that you, you were, much. that you were. Uh, and back at you there, Shannon. No, thank Shannon you. Sorry. Back, back. What about I you? About that. Uh, um, <laughs> I mean, I have one, but it's kind of hard to admit to. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm a, you don't I'm, have I'm to. way it too transparent. I don't have any filter is my problem. Um, so. I would say I put such high expectations on my two autistic sons to be perfect, to be the best, this, the smartest, that, to be, um, you know, those kids that they say, oh, my kid has a gift. You know, they have these gifts, these musical gifts. And when the reality came that Eddie really should be in a special school, that was very hard for me to accept. I thought, no, Eddie's going to, Eddie's going to be in a typical school by the time he's in elementary school and he's not going to be like, you know, and for me to admit that Eddie needed more support was a huge obstacle for me. And I have really like given in to the fact that what makes him happy is the most important thing. And he has flourished since then. And it was, it had nothing to do with Eddie. It, ha it had everything to do with me and my own, you know, childhood sheep. Oh, beep. Well, well. Um, but okay. All right. But uh, We've set up I think that's a huge <laughs> thing is that you, you know, we're, we're, we're putting a lot of our own stuff on our kids who already have a lot of stuff to deal with. And I think it goes back to the square one, which is take care of your own stuff first. Get your own, you know, your own support needs. Get your own therapy needs, and 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 know that this is about them mm. making their lives as happy and fulfilled and perfect, and um, as they see it, not as I see it. So yeah. that's the truth. Amen. That's a good one. <laughs> I'm a little bit of a A-type personality. I agree with That's you. why I never put Eddie in the show business, because I'd be one of those, like, Karens that, you know, I, I wouldn't do it. Okay, next yeah. question. I hear that. What was your lowest moment? Ooh. Well, I know that. You go first. Um, it was when I, you know, when I heard the diagnosis, oh. for sure. I mean... I didn't know anything about it. I, I, I mean, I, I knew kind of what I told you, my rain man and my brother. And it was so far away from me. I was so distanced from it that I really didn't have anything to do with it. And when I was sitting there hearing, hearing, like I, like I said before in, in this interview, what my child would not be doing uh, in 20 years, um, it was horrifying to me and uh, awful. And probably the worst nightmare of my life. Um, and so I would say for sure that that was the lowest part. It was all manufactured by other people, by, by other elements. It wasn't real, but um, and how it was can certainly any doctor, the lowest point of How can of any doctor know what tomorrow brings? Well, they don't. I mean, they don't. That's I mean, why I don't listen to doctors. Well, I think we've come a long way. I think we've oh, yeah, come a, for sure. I, you know, in 20 years, I think we've come a long way. And I think doctors are now... Getting sensitivity uh, hopefully, training, hopefully, getting hopefully sensitivity training. They, they, they've, they've got a better understanding on how to talk to people about this. But 
you know, I think, uh, and I think there's certainly services out there and um, I think everything's kind of set up a little better than it was 20 years ago or even 30 years ago. Um, I, uh, but that was the lowest point for sure. There's no, no contest. That was it. I think for me, the lowest point was right before I met Matt and I was in an extremely unhappy marriage and felt very alone in my fight to give Eddie what I knew he needed. Um, and I was told, you know, over and over by my ex-husband that, that I couldn't do it alone. And he really fed into my anxiety. He knew what my triggers of, of panic and anxiety were. And he really pushed those buttons to make me believe I couldn't do it without him. I couldn't take care of Eddie without him. And I, I mean, we had lived as roommates for the last six years of our marriage. And I knew that there had to be some happiness for me, that my, my total happiness was, were at the time was my children. And that was fulfilling enough, but it wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. And, and when I got the best advice of my life from Matt Azner and he told me to meet these moms, they brought me out of that hole. They said, Hey, you can do this. You're a strong woman. You live this crazy life with eight brothers. You don't have to live in this, you know, gaslighting environment because you can do this and we will help you. And that's why for me, it's like, Oh, I'm just giving back every day. I talk to these single moms who need my help. I'm giving back because I was one of them who was really in a bad place and felt that this can't be everything that I know I'm supposed to do more with my life. And um, there you go. And look where you are yes. now. Amazing. So we've, we've toured what was the lowest moment. So share with us now, what was the, the biggest triumph? Uh, that you guys have experienced so far? Well, we I mean, I, I think I think when we have, I, I have little moments like that every day when we have a parent who says, you know, my kid has been in this depression and they're come out of it because they're looking forward to the dating spectrum. And, and I hear these wonderful stories from parents of, of how the center has changed their lives. Um, that to me is like, okay, everything I've done in my life is for a reason. And this is my reason. And so I have those little moments, usually about once a day. And even when I have, you know, I'm thinking like, I can't do this. It's too much. I'm too old for this. I'll have one of those moments. And I think it just completely fills my tank. I think, I think for me, um, there's two, if that's okay. So I I think, you know, yeah, Getting to work with Nava and seeing her um, incredible vision in terms of creating programs um, was something that was a true high point for me. I think it's amazing to me, something that I certainly can't do. Um, and, And it's incredible how gifted she is. And I certainly didn't, I, I, I kind of knew that before, but I, I really didn't understand it until, you know, we started the center together and, and I saw her incredible gifts um, and she's incredibly gifted. Thank you. Um, there you go. Now, what are you going to ask me? There you go. Um, no. So <laughs> can I go out with the boys tonight? No, right? no. <laughs> well, I'm doing that. Right? I know. Um, no. Uh, and the other one is uh, really important. Um, 
well, the other one, that's important too. But, <laughs> but um, I think I was so wrapped up and, and scared that Will, who is um, our uh, oldest on the spectrum, he left middle school in it with a total inability to read. Mm-hmm. And um, that scared me. Because I think to to really live in this world, you need to read. It's one of those things that you need. Um, and um, I can't tell you. I, I, I can. I, we have a couple of ideas. We talked about this yesterday or the day before. Um, he uh, he he learned how to read in in uh, like a year um, after switching into high school. Um, and a lot of it was the school, but I think a lot of it was also getting him a phone and having him text and having him really kind of use the phone and type and understand what letters were and how he, he needed it to communicate. And, mm-hmm. and, and it taught me a lesson, a huge lesson that we have to find things that our kids need and, and show them how to get them. And if they really need them, they'll do the work themselves. They will figure it out and they will do it. It was an incredible lesson to me that um, all this crazy stuff that we tried and we tried everything, didn't we? We tried a lot of things and it just didn't work. And and finally, it was just a simple act. Well, I mean, I think his school had something to do with it, but it was a simple act of getting him a phone and having him text. And and it became important to him to communicate. And, 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 it, and that was a very, very important and wonderful moment for him and for me. Amazing. You guys are amazing. I think we should take a minute and go through some of the different um, events and classes that you guys have coming up in April. It's so important that people understand that uh, the center is in Los Angeles, but you guys also do things that are available to people all over the world. So there is a wonderful mix. So for those of you who are crying right now and going, these people are so amazing. Why don't we have this here? I want to remind you that there are ways. I, I told you it's like Disneyland. There's something for everyone. Um, so talk a little bit about there's something every day of the week except for Friday. And some of these things are available everywhere. Can we kind of go through the list? We're all. I'm going to let not do that because small, I, so really I really cannot people to uh, go to see that at all. So. Okay. It's uh, but but people can also go to teafc.org um, to be able to see this flyer. I can see it a little bit, and I'm okay. So familiar. Monday we, we have start a virtual with Monday, class, Nava? which is. Um, the amazing Aviva, and she's teaching you how to draw a character. Uh, and the cost zero for that, Nava, is for that exactly class. how many pennies? Um, we have an, an, a, a That's currently right. a running two running back-to-back programs that are both full. They're absolutely amazing relationship course and our introductory Sex Ed 101 course, which is going to resume in uh, summer. 2022. So if you're interested in either one of those classes, they fill up very quickly. They're, they're both classes are 18 and up and those are in person. But those are, and those Tuesday, are in Tuesday, Matt and I right. have our uh, virtual okay. show, Brady Bunch of Autism, where we're taking live questions and being zany, too zany at times. Then 
right? And yes. that's online. And then another virtual program that same day is that. Aviva's character drawing. Uh, she usually does a uh, cartoon character that um, her community has suggested. That's a very fun class, and that's on Tuesday afternoon, virtually free. Again, free. There's no cost for that. You can take that class with your with your child or your teen and draw a character together. I'm yes. tell on Traven. Yeah. Traven loves oh, that class. Yay. Our, our producer Traven drops it's in on that class. And then on Wednesday, we have yeah. another virtual free yeah. class with yeah. our incredible music uh, director, uh, music therapist, Judy Langdon. That is in person. No, virtual. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, trying to screw me out. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, yes, Judy, Judy does There's, a virtual Well, it's both on that day. There's the, a, one um, virtual and one twice a day that day, the free virtual class. And then she has an in-person choir class um, that is uh, meeting every every Wednesday at five. And there is still some availability in that choir if you are interested. Um, on Thursdays, we have a limited um, series called Circus Arts, which is a free in-person class. Thanks to an amazing grant that we uh, received from L.A. County. There is the availability also in circus arts. So please call us about that. That's on Thursday in person. And then Thursday um, also in person is a class that there is a cost to this class, but it's very reasonable. And it's a physical fitness class with the amazing Jake Wiener of Zoos Fitness, who's been in the community forever. He's one of, I, I, he honestly is the best fitness coach I've ever met for our community. He's so I, good. I'll say this about it. I, I, I can't stand fitness classes and I don't like them. And, um, and I did it and I yeah. loved it. And well, I did it with Shannon actually. Honestly. Yeah. No, it's yeah. So much fun. It, and it doesn't feel like a fitness class in terms Shannon, of what we what hate about fitness class. It just seems so like fun. Successful. I can't wait to tell him that is that every, like literally like three or four times this week, Eddie has been saying, when is zoos again? And these are usually classes that you have to force your kids oh, to do yeah. and not this class. He is so stoked yeah. on this class. And I really recommend he, we he do have, time. he a, knows how to engage. He really does. And we, we do have availability in zoos. So yeah. that is not a class you want to miss. It's incredible. And so fun. Uh, Friday, um, we are closed. The only day we're closed. Yes. And Saturday, we have our social director amazing. and amazing self-advocates, um, Chelsea Darnell, running her very popular movie chat. That um, that uh, class, group, whatever you want to call it, that fills up very quickly. So if you're interested in that, please reach out to us and let us know how you can um, RSVP. And then on Sunday, is like our Sunday fun day. It's an all-day art and... Um, painting and arts and crafts starts at 1130. Um, some of the kids bring their lunch and they just stay all day. Um, we also have a free virtual yoga class that's run by an amazing yoga teacher who has taught our community for 20 years. Um, and Shauna is uh, online every Sunday at 12 o'clock. That's another one you have to RSVP to. So but it's free. reach out to us. Um, and and then we have our amazing mental health division. So if there's, there, you know, there really is something for everyone. And uh, we did, we, we mentioned arts and crafts on Monday, right? Yeah. Okay. No. 
catch up. Yes, he did. And notice, because uh, Trayvon yes. is so good, he turned it sideways so he could get a better view. He took pity on us. Um, notice yes. the email there. If you have questions, you can email Blanca at teafc.org. I'm going to say that again for those of you who are listening to the podcast. Blanca, B-L-A-N-C-A at teafc.org. That stands for the Ed Asner Family Center because I have to think of it that way. Or the phone number is right there. You can call 818-302-0712. Again, that's 818-302-0712. There really truly is something for everyone. And um, the in-person classes tend to fill up. So if you want to take one of those, I would I would advise people to do that sooner as opposed to later. Please note that all of the in-person classes, there is a cost, a very reasonable cost, less than you would get anyplace else, except for the circus arts class is free right now. And I took that uh, last week and it was so super fun. Uh, I learned how to balance a feather, which was not on my resume before, but is now, along with a whole bunch of other things. And it's just, I, I think it's super fun. And for parents who are, you know, are at all nervous, I just felt very welcome to come in and take the class with the group of people that were there. And you guys are just, you, you guys are so wonderful because you adhere to all the safety things, but you also allow people oh, to come in and see absolutely. what's happening, which Many I, I truly love. A parent but, or a sibling who wants to join and let's also, I'm all for that. And, but let's also remind people that the all of the virtual classes are free. This was a service that you guys started doing during the pandemic, which I can't I can't tell you how amazing it was that you guys did that service for the world. And I'm so proud of you that you're continuing it because it's some of the best things. If you guys have adults that you you're like they don't have anything social to do, yeah. I'm begging Definitely. you the to register for really the movie a wonderful chat. And I thought there was two of them. No, there's not two of because, them. No, not yet. There, there was for a, there was for a while. He's not he's not hallucinating when the group is big enough. But um, I, you know, I maybe you guys will do that again. But I also love that for the movie chat, they tell you what the movie or movies are. You get to watch it earlier in the week. Come in and and yeah. a lot of times you guys have yeah. celebrities from know, the original, like big names. Wait, Clancy Brown, Clancy Brown came and, and uh, Howie Howie uh, Mandel, Howie Mandel. Uh, uh, Joe Montana from Annie. Uh, the, Joe Montana. Lady from Annie. I don't remember her name. Andrew McCardle? No. No, it was another one. Um, yes. Lots of guests. Yeah. Lots and of we fun. don't tell we don't tell the participants. They just kind of surprise them. It's just, and that's you, the you, best part. You never know who's going to show up. Mm-hmm. And it's yes. It's amazing. I, I know a bunch of people who do not and cannot identify themselves as being <laughs> neurodiverse <laughs> who are like, I want to go to that. Uh, so uh, it's a, a really beneficial thing. And of course, as you mentioned, in, in addition to all of that, you have uh, the counseling services and special events that you guys have coming up. And notably, you're, right. you've got camp, but it's already full for the month of April. Our, that's already sold out. Yeah, so but if just, people, you've got summer camp coming up, but if people are, are like, darn it, camp, I miss this. Um, we start on uh, um, June 26th this year. I'm, don't hold me to that 
date. I'm almost positive that's it. But but we uh, we've but already started start taking, taking registration, registration for summer camp, um, and it's a six it's six week camp. Um, so I'm four days a week, and it runs um, from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. And this camp is chock a block. Um, you know, I've sent Eddie to a few other camps, and it was nothing like this. Aviva and Judy have created a camp where every minute of every second of the day, they're doing something so much fun. And so um, just, uh, I mean, it's, it's the creation is exploding every minute. It's crazy what they're doing. And, um, and each week is a different theme. It's just, it's so much fun. It's so much fun. And it, that camp does fill up. We, I keep it small so they can do like these really unique, interesting programs so that camp does fill up. And if you want more information about summer camp, reach out to Blanca at teafc.org. There we go. We're totally out of time. I don't know where the hour went, but you know, um, sorry for the parking lot. And adore you and we appreciate it. <laughs> it happens. It happens. But we love, love you. you. Thank you for being Thank a part of April. Thank you. And, uh, we'll see you guys very, very soon. We love you guys very okay. much. Okay. We love you too. All right. Take care. And, 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 uh, and we've got an amazing week for you guys next week. Uh, we'll, we'll make sure that we're posting about who our guests are next week. Next week. Don't forget Temple Grandin, April 18th live here. Send your questions in. Uh, Nancy, we didn't get to why art this we week. Have one uh, do we have the painting that we had said that we were going to Draven, did you have a chance to uh, to bring that up? Um, okay. Okay. We'll he doesn't it have it, week. so we've got to promise to do it next week. But please give people the links of where they can go to see why it's go art. Go to Why Art Autism where can they go? on Facebook. And why? And that's W Y Art. And Instagram. And and there is it, also Why Art yeah, underscore Autism. They'll find it. There. Wonderful. Thank you uh, for being here. Um, this was a lovely Great. hour. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And we'll see, we'll see you next week. Until and then, give your kiddos a, a hug, hug from me. me. Bye. Bye-bye for now.